you're on a deserted island for life with one other person, who do you want that person to be? Girl, that's easy. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> what? I want to be hungry. I need someone who can whip up a meal with a coconut and a fish. Tony. All right, um, Bill Gates. What? I know somebody's gonna be looking for him. Welcome, welcome back to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. What, what? My name is Etsy Rowe, and we have... I'm Nettie Smith, guys. Hey! And welcome to our discussion of Just the Three of Us, written by Veronica Chambers, air date 5-10-2004. Oh yes, we got some, uh, some drama. Got a little bit of drama this time. I like spiciness. You know I love the drama, that's why... That's why I like to talk about this show on a podcast because I'm a gossipy type of type of chick. Unless it's about me, then it's a, a problem. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the drama from outside and watching like a TV show or a movie. Or to be a fly on the wall. Yes, yes. We love the flies. Or you could do that mm-hmm. thing that I taught that I told you, remember? Where you put your um you leave your phone like you're charging it, but you put a voice notes on. And somebody <gasps> having a conversation. I said this in a previous episode. Yeah, so you put the you pretend like you're just charging your phone, press record, and then face it down, like plugged in, mm-hmm. and it'll record mm-hmm. everything. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, if y'all want to do that, go ahead and use that. That's a tip. So hmm. Essie, besides recording people, yeah, without their knowledge, what's going on in the streets? Well, Disney just dropped a little sneak peek of the Little Mermaid. Oh my God, what do you think? I was like so scared when I heard it was a live action. I'm like, oh my God, I better look. It better look decent. Because Aladdin, Lion King. Yeah, Lion King was the worst. Lion King was like, nah. So hopefully, fingers crossed. So far, it looks, they only showed a small clip though. You couldn't really yes. tell. I want to see what, yes. what Scuttle looked like. I want to see what Flounder looked like. Sebastian. Like, we got it. So, you know, there's going to be the, the racists, the whites, who are upset that a fictional thing is now black. But, oh, yeah, they don't want the black black Ariel. I don't know why. Right. Well, y'all get white everything else. Y'all got other shit. Why y'all need, <laughs> why y'all need a mermaid get, for? Y'all got white, white everything, everything else. <laughs> Well, other than that, I feel like someone had... I've seen a tweet where someone had said something like, the colors look dull. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, she's underwater. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of felt the same way. She's other underwater. That, other that, I did like it, but it was looking... It was looking a little bit Vogue magazine cover. Oh, that's not good? Oh, there's been a thing where the American Vogue magazine covers, they don't know how to shoot black people because they're making them look mad, like, dull and grayish and chalky and stuff. So that's what that's 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 what's been the thing. Well, we'll see what she looks like when she comes ashore and uh, steps out to see uh, Prince Eric. Do we know who's playing Prince Eric? Is he a known? He ain't black, though, right? They're like, we ain't, we, we ain't gonna give y'all Shut all that. Out. We ain't Try gonna do it. A, we'll give it, you it, one black. We can't. We, 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 <laughs> we ain't give you the whole kit caboodle. Into, into Little Mermaid, uh, another version, okay? They want to keep it. You know how that go. That's why they ain't you saying know. nothing about, well, we haven't seen Prince Eric. Let me just Google who's Prince Eric. Let me see if he's cute. He a cute little white boy. He a cute little white boy. He got dimples. Okay. My, yeah, what okay. he giving? If you had to compare him to a white boy that we actually know, who he giving? Wait, we know white boys? On TV. They oh, on TV you mean, all the time. <laughs> you mean like TV? I'm like, yo, I don't know no white boys in real life. Like, Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> oh, um... <laughs> Let me just show you, because you can probably think of a, a comparison better than I can. Hold on. What's his name? Jonah Howard King. Jonah. Jonah Howard King. Let me see Jonah. Oh, Jonah's cute. 
Yeah. Wow. He looks a lot like the cartoon. That's crazy. I mean, hopefully you got wow. some flavor. Hopefully. Okay. They said, listen, everybody finna be spot on because we don't want any more. So, okay. Okay. Jonah cute or whatever. Right. <laughs> or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't even... Listen, we know what it is every time a black person gets a role that pushes the barrier a little bit. So, I'm not surprised at the at the backlash. I'm still going to go see the movie. We're still going to go up in the theater. we still going to make it hot. we still going to... Oh, yeah, we don't give a fuck. We about to mob in there like Black Panther. Bro, bro. <laughs> Period. So, yeah, I can't. When does that come out? Let's see. When is it's like next, next year? year, May. Dang, we got to <laughs> wait till next year, May? Yep, they got to do all the post-production. At this point, why even show us right now? I hate when they do that. Like, if it's not coming out next month, don't show me, me mm-hmm. yet. Because then I get my hopes up and then I got to wait like half mm-hmm. a year or nine months to see it. I don't like that. That's, that's more than half a year. That's well, next year, man. We in September. Whatever. Like, I'm, I don't like when people do that. That's like eight, nine months. What's Y'all the point of even have... telling me? I'm going to forget. <laughs> nah, you ain't going to forget. Once that shit come out, they're well, going to make you remember. Don't release a trailer. What's the point of seeing it now if I'm not going to go see it next month? It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's a first look. Well, they should have gave me my first look in uh, April of 2023 you know, a cute a cute february march would have done for a first yeah look. Uh, that's right you know what? out in april you're right a cute a cute february march but uh we'll see everybody's talking about any more bubbles and shit so yeah i don't i don't get that y'all you can see the reflection when she looking up and when um, she looks up you, you can, can see, see the, the shit yeah yeah like so what y'all want we know what they want if she was white, y'all would be like, damn, this shit look good. Exactly. They want a different area, so they trying to nitpick on other shit. Yo, this like, CGI we see is through advanced. the bullshit. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> I just want to see, like, we see the real person. I just, I'm worried about how Flounder and all the other ones going to look. Oh, and like King the Triton. animals and yeah, shit. Yeah, because CGI sometimes don't be looking right. If you looking right. It just looked too fake. Corny. It looked look like it, they rushed it sometimes. Like Aladdin, some of that shit look like you could see almost still see the dots like they forgot some dots to get a, get rid of and shit. <laughs> like you gotta erase the dots <laughs> did you was the monkey cgi in aladdin you know what i i, I don't remember i didn't mind how the monkey was looking though so you remember oh you just couldn't tell yeah yeah i don't know but since it's been a minute let's get into this episode just the three of us we can make it if we try. Hey, you and I. <laughs> Cause this one, let's go. Let's let's get it started. Go ahead and give me that cold open. Okay, so Will is in the park with his dog, right? He starts comparing his dog's love life to his love life because the dog seems like he's scared to try to mac on another dog, another bitch. or something like that. Oh, ooh, you somebody's know. feeling frisky. Female dog. <laughs> so um he's talking about him being too scared and hesitant to ask joan about what's good between him the dog emulates the master my own inability to act on my desire for joan has diminished you as a man or you know dog (laughs) the whole neutering thing probably didn't help either and then some woman comes up to him and he goes she goes excuse me are these your balls (laughs) It's funny because it's kind of metaphorical. Right. <laughs> right. When she's using the dog's balls that he plays with as a metaphor. And then he goes, if only it were that easy. Actually, he says something weird here. He says, would it were that simple? Would it were that simple? I had to rewind it with the captions on. That sounds like Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It does. I have that in my fucking notes right here. Or some Bridgerton shit. Yeah, this dude is still scared to tell Joan how he feels. I totally get it, because she could be like, bitch, you dumb. I don't want you. So you got to think about that. Mm. So anyway, then the theme song comes in, and now Tony's in therapy. And what do you think of the wig? Let's get a wig. Let's get a wig commentary every time we see this wig. You know what? It's kind of growing on me. No, cut it off. Don't let it grow. (gasps) Cut it. Ew, I don't (laughs) want it. It's kind of grown, like, you know when 
You hear a song. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You hear a song and you hate it, but then the payola is kicking in and you're hearing it on the radio every two minutes, every motherfucking radio station. You know know what? This this song ain't too bad. And then after about a week or two, you're like, God damn, I can't stop singing singing this song. You're singing it while you're doing laundry. Yeah, that's what this wig is doing to me. Dang, y'all pray for you, but um... (laughs) But anyway, she is in therapy. And the therapist asks her, this is uh, Dr. Miller. She says, Tony, what is love to you? And Tony uses a whole bunch of song titles and lyrics to make a definition. And her therapist calls bullshit. And Tony's like, all right, well, when I say I love people, I only say it because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Or she'll say, I love you in response to someone saying it to her, like a like a reflex, like when someone sneezes and you say, God bless you. Like, you don't mm. really mean to bless them. You just, that's the courteous thing to say. Yeah. This is a really good way to show that Tony's really broken. She really can't show emotions right. She needs to be recalibrated somehow. Mm-hmm. So that's when Dr. Miller gives her an exercise. She asking Tony if she was on a stranded island, who she want to be on the stranded island with? And well, first off, she comes up with some good answers initially. Who do you want that person to be? Girl, that's easy. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> what? I want to be hungry. I need someone who can whip up a meal with a coconut and a fish. Tony. All right. Um, Bill Gates. What? I know somebody's going to be looking for him. Period. Oh my, damn, you smart. Mm-hmm. You smart. I'd be like, okay, well... uh I would have chose Jeff Bezos. Shit. I don't want to be on an island with him. Oh, they're going to be well, looking for <laughs> for that reason. Yeah. I was. It's funny. When you said that, I thought Barack Obama. Oh, yes. Absolutely. The Obamas. Yeah. All facts. Me me and Vario just, just trying to make it, you know? <laughs> um, but Dr. Miller says, nah, you can't get off the island. This is it. So you got to pick somebody you know. Mm-hmm. So Tony picks the love of her life. Joan Clayton. Joan Carol Clayton. And you know what's funny? I don't know if the first time I saw this, it didn't register to me that she didn't pick her husband. I didn't even think of that. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I'm not going to hold you. Like, my initial reaction, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Joan would, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, Todd is such a non-motherfucking factor. I'm just like... How can he contribute? Like, he won't even be able to reach nothing. Like, at least John will be. He ain't strong. What if a bear come? It's a rat. And all they're going to be doing is arguing the whole time. Facts. About something. So, yeah, I didn't see nothing wrong with this answer. And the reason Tony chose Joan is because she goes, she's my best friend. And we've been through everything together. Mm -hmm. So they may as well be stuck on that stupid island together. Mm-hmm. And the therapist has the best response. She says, oh, okay. So someone who stays with you through thick and thin. I was like, hey. like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Hey. He's pointing at the TV. He's pointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says, you know what, Tony? I think you're finally building your definition of love. And of course, Tony is super excited about it. She also realizes she's like, you know what? That means I love Joan, so I'm capable of love. So I'm fixed. And she gets up to leave, and the therapist says, well, you've had a breakthrough, but you're not fixed. We'll just have to use this to build for the future. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, all right. So Maya and Lynn are at Skia. And Maya asks Lynn to read the latest draft of her book and tell her what she thinks. And she wants it done by that night. And I'm like, that's... That's a big-ass book. That shit's like a dictionary. Oh Yeah. Know. That's a really tight deadline. Well, she's trying to get to Kinko's because their printing rates go up next week. So she's uh she's really wanting to get it done now. And she has one request. Don't let Joan read it. Uh-huh. Which is actually really smart as well because, you know, Joan would just be classist and egregious, you know? She doesn't get those nuances of hood life. Yeah, there definitely would be a disconnect. And I don't think there's anything wrong with Maya saying, don't let Joan read it. I think that that's just her knowing her audience. And Joan is not her audience. 
Exactly. And you don't want someone in your ear just dissecting every little thing just because they don't get it. Because that could create a lot of insecurity and... Um, and animosity between them two as well so yeah and we don't want a situation where maya's like second guessing herself on whether she wants to release it because she hears the echoes of what joan's saying when it doesn't even really matter because she's not the audience it's meant for you know mm-hmm. but lynn says all right cool i won't let her read it mom's the word for 20 bucks <laughs> girl nobody giving you 20 dollars. how about 10 how about a slap how about on ass And she's like, girl, please. So we were back with Tony and her dumbass goes home and tells Todd about the exercise they did in therapy. Yeah. Why? Not a good decision at all. It's like someone who doesn't see, only sees things for right now and doesn't realize like the cause and effect of things. Mm -hmm. Like she's so excited to tell him oh my God, I had a breakthrough and I said I put Joan on an island and we could be stranded for the rest of our lives and blah, blah, blah. And she's not even thinking about, oh, how will this affect Todd? Or what kind of fight am I possibly starting with him right now? It's just Mm me, me, me. It's like Mm -hmm. a child. For sure. I don't know why she would. Well, I mean, there's that. And also, I look at it in a different way where it's like, yeah, nigga don't gotta know every single thing that she's talking about in therapy bitch like right you want to it's, it's therapy you know it ain't brunch with the your cousin or nothing yeah. you can't don't be recounting your therapy sessions to, to your husband for all we know he's the reason you in therapy you know period that ain't even healthy period and it's like you make your first breakthrough maybe you should keep that to yourself you could keep it to yourself that's a safe way or or just don't tell your husband and tell your girlfriends instead. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, girl. Mm-mm. So, of course, Todd is really upset. He says, wait, was your husband not an option? I would have said, she said, I can't pick you by default. Ooh. She said, no, no romantic partners, because obviously you'd be my Because that's too choice. easy. Duh. Right, right. They, she wanted me to think a little, little harder about it, so I couldn't pick the obvious choice. That, that mm. could have been the perfect answer. Come on. Cash app us. Stop playing. She's working on a book, guys. Give her time. <laughs> Need a publisher. Any, publish, book Twitter. It, it, it's a process. At Etsy Row. Hey, it's just like, oh, hell yes. You wrote it on some, you know, some line paper first, probably. <laughs> and it ended up being a hit, so. Period. But Tony, her response to Todd is... Boy, I wasn't thinking about you. Oh, and she catch herself like, "Oh shit, did I say that out loud?" Like, <laughs> she said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> so she goes, "Oh shit." I mean, but if Joan, for some reason, is unable to fulfill her duties as the one I love, you're the runner-up. Mm. And I think this is what people mean when they talk about that they think Joan and Tony should have dated. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure both of them like dick. So unless one of them's going to grow one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nope. It's a no. Todd's basically a walking dick. He, he's not good for anything else. I don't even know if he's good for that. Because isn't it some shit where Tony says she don't be orgasm? Oh, that's right. She just lay there, she said. Yeah. So. Then, then what the, what's the point? Right. He ain't got no he money. He don't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're so shallow <laughs> but it ain't even it ain't even like he don't got no money he's taking he's hers because they're in the marriage you know what i mean so yeah. her being married to him is hurting it's her creating pockets. a deficit in her pockets yeah. yeah it's costing her to be married to him and that's not what marriage is supposed to be y'all are supposed to be thriving on a double income right now right and y'all can't even thrive y'all can't even go on trips and do fun shit because that's you gotta what pay I was about his debt. To say. Like you can't even do fun shit and like do things freely being a child free married couple. Cause once them kids start coming, you think you got a budget now, bitch. The you gonna basically Tony basically gonna have two kids. Pretty much. You can't even enjoy some type of benefits now. The fuck? Yeah. 
So Todd's not happy to hear that he's runner-up. Come on, Todd, you're missing the point. No, Tony, you're missing the point. I'm always second place for you. Todd, this exercise was about me. I had a breakthrough today. It had nothing to do with you. But it should have. It's never about me. Just like when you had to go see Greg, oh. or when you refused to confront your mother about smoking in our house, or when you bought a Valentine's Day gift for Joan instead of me. But that's not what happened, right? Nah. That's not what happened. She bought him one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took a minute. She had to think about it. But at least she did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, he having selective memory. Like, okay, the Greg thing, you got me. But <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> the Valentine shit, don't try to add some shit on top of it, making it look like it's worse than what it is. Like, Yeah, Tony could have been like, well, we know Tony forgot, but we're saying she bought it at the end of the day. Yeah. And she could have been like, yeah, I did that on purpose to prolong the gift so it remains a surprise until we went to dinner. Mm. I don't know. She eventually bought you a gift, Todd. Shut up. Right. I like your excuse, though. That was a good one. You got a gaslight. You twist it so he can shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Tony mentions, you know what? I actually kicked my mom and Greg to the curb. And if Joan continues to be unemployed, I'm going to kick her to the curb, too. And he's mm. like, wait, so she's only on your island because she has money and I don't? And Tony said, listen, the island is the only place your debt wouldn't matter. <laughs> 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 Which is true. Y'all got a clean slate on the island. <laughs> Money's no good there. Just like the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Money's no good. So, girlfriends, listen, this whole thing with Todd and Tony, this is the reason you don't speed up your wedding. Because all this island shit could have been figured out before y'all said I do. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if he had been honest about his debt, then, yeah, we wouldn't even be here. Yeah, there wouldn't even have been a wedding. He know that, though. Yeah. That's why I'm like, why are you complaining that she ain't put you on a damn island? You ain't put her in your bank account. Well, I guess you exactly. did, actually. He always be lying. <laughs> Nigga, you, your whole, this whole marriage is, is a lie. It's not even on a foundation. There's no, there's no good, solid foundation. Yeah. You're living in her place because you could, you were renting your house and you didn't have nowhere to stay. Yeah. And isn't there some shit where he paid mad bread for the house that he rented for the wedding? They could have, well, they could, I was like, they could have stayed at the house. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was. But that was a temporary, like. Because he was still trying to f- try to front. Trying to flex. Yeah. But that's how TV is. They'll speed up the wedding. They will speed up a wedding like crazy. I'm surprised that, um, maybe I'm just thinking too realistic, but like, Tony strikes me as the type of person to get a PI in real life, like a real life Tony. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Tony should have definitely done that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she has the money. And if anything, she could just borrow the money from Joan and pick her back. Whatever. Mm, it's for a good cause, definitely. So next we're at Skia, and Joan has arrived to meet Lynn. And Lynn, like a dumbass, is reading the manuscript out in the open at the table at Skia. Like, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. So, of course, when Joan comes by, she tosses it real quick in her backpack. And Joan's like, wait, 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 what was that? Like what? Like why weren't you reading it in your ha- your your apartment in private? Mad dumb. I'm um I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, I, and a part of me is like, did Lynn do that on purpose so that she wouldn't have to hide the truth from Joan? That's what that's giving me. Cause you can't be that stupid to think that the person isn't gonna see you toss that big ass book in your bag. You think that. She really can't keep a secret, and she knows that. So she's like, well, you know, she's going to find out anyway. So let me just act like she she caught me, quote unquote. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it looks like she knew Joan was on her way. Because <laughs> she invited her. Yeah. So, of course, Joan's like, yo, what was that you put in your bag? And she's trying to play dumb. But Joan threatens not to buy her lunch. So then Len's like, oh, all right, all right, chill, chill, chill. Here's what it is. It is Maya's book. But she only wants my feedback. And Joan's like, why? And we basically get down to the fact that Joan is classist and egregious, which we already know. Yeah, she doesn't have the right point of view. So she's not going to get the nuance of what Maya is trying to say in the book. So it's just, I think that was a good call. 
Yeah, it's like playing like a 2022 rap song for someone who loves 90s hip hop, you know? It's right. Like, All that mumbling ain't gonna really resonate with them. It could be the best mumble rapper in the world. It's not gonna work. <laughs> They're not gonna care. For sure. So you gotta you gotta really know your audience here. But when Joan hears that, she's like, oh, okay. She the thing is she's thinking about the old Joan, but the new Joan is gonna love the book. So she's begging Lynn for the manuscript. And we get a flip and we see Maya at Skia and Joan says to her why don't you want me to read your book? Mm-hmm. And she can't believe Lynn spilled the fucking beans. I can. I mean, I can. <laughs> when it comes to Joan, Lynn cannot keep a secret for nothing. I don't know if it's because she thinks that all that time with her living with Joan, Joan gonna see right through her if she lying. I don't know what it is. But I feel like it's some kind of loyalty to Joan that where she's like, I can't lie to Joan. It would just be so mean. Mm, you know they go way back yeah so joan starts fake crying because she's sad about it and then because of that lynn cries too because she feels bad for joan so maya's like okay okay you can read the book mm-hmm. i would have told her this is what i would have told joan i was like yeah you read the book and just email me your notes and what you think <laughs> And then as soon as I see that shit with the subject, I'll be like, delete. Mm, you don't just want to hear it. Yeah, because then that's planting thoughts in your mind about like all that negativity. Mm-hmm. Like cr- constructive criticism is one thing. But I feel like Joan doesn't know how to constructively say, I don't like this. She's very abrasive. She has no delivery, you know? Is it, is it called tact? No tact. No tact. Yeah. And we saw that at Maya's wedding. It's like, she doesn't choose her words well. So just to save myself the the anxiety, I would just say, listen, email me what you think, all your notes, all your criticisms. And then as soon as that shit came to my inbox, delete. And I'll be like, oh, I read it. It was, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I'll take that into consideration. Thank you so much for your feedback and move the fuck on. Uh-huh. What you're saying just reply to the email and not read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just just type back, thank you so much. Or even you could even text her. Be like, hey, got your email. I, I saw your feedback, and I think you had a lot of good points. Um, uh-huh. So I'll take that consideration in my next draft. Thanks for being a friend. Okay. And then just delete that shit. <laughs> I mean, she will never know. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we're at Blue Bar. Tony's complaining about William, or complaining to William about the island thing. And William's like... <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about therapy. Y'all women talk too much. You women is what he says. You women. Mm-hmm. But he also says, you know what? It's great that you had a breakthrough in therapy, but you didn't need to tell your husband about it. That's Period. for your girlfriends to know. Period. It, the one, I don't know. <laughs> Let me look out the window. Is pigs flying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see one right there. Oh, shit. Do I, oh, I agree shit. Okay. With I was wondering. <laughs> Lord of mercy. OMG, we have made it where I am agreeing with William on this one thing. He has hit the mark. Bullseye. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you mentioned this on the podcast episodes ago about stop telling these niggas everything. Stop, stop telling these niggas your whole life story, you all your business, please. Because he ain't going to tell you that shit. Period. Do you think that Todd would have came home and said, yo, yeah, I, I didn't put you on an island or anything like that. He probably okay. wouldn't tell you if he put you on it. He probably would have said shit. Like, you know what it is with a lot of women when women get into romantic relationships is they make their man their everything. Like, they want to tell him everything and do everything with him. Like, I feel like compartmentalizing people isn't a bad thing it's not your nigga does not need to know that's what so if you're gonna tell Todd everything what you gonna have to talk about with um with Joan and Lynn and Maya yeah like and leave some mystery you gotta leave some mystery if you tell him everything that's like telling me to end into the movie like you or telling me everything in a damn trailer like why I need to see the movie then Actually, I might go to a different movie and watch something else I ain't seen before that I don't know about. 
And also, now you're just digging a bigger hole for your grave because now you don't cause some type of problems that didn't need to be motherfucking caused when you wasn't supposed to tell the nigga in the first place. Yep. Now he upset because he thinks some type of shit where you like Joan more than him and he's like in a low-key competition. It's true, but you don't need to know that. Okay, right. now he's in competition with your friend. Weird. You're not fucking your friend. Weird. <laughs> I mean, is she is she fucking him? Because she, she ain't fucking him from what we've been told. It's just weird. It's like, would you just shut up? Just yeah, shut up. Yeah. yeah. So William tells her, listen. He's your husband. That should be enough. He said I do, so you know he loves you. He doesn't care about your feelings or through what process you came to your feelings or what other cock and mamie breakthrough you had. He just wants the action of your love. So the best way to do that for a man is through food, sports, toys, or dogs, which is toys. sounds like sounds like what William wants. I don't really I don't even know that Todd likes sports. Yeah. Or dogs. Or dogs. Hmm. Or, or toys. toys. <laughs> <laughs> but William. you know what? Tony's like, whatever. I need, you know, I gotta sleep next to this white boy every night. Who knows what he t- he finna be on while I'm sleeping? Let me fix this shit. Exactly. So she goes to ski and she tries. Uh, she buys a picnic basket. I'm like, are we doing picnics? Are we still? Are we still calling them picnics? I mean, this whole life was built on oppressing us. So <laughs> how many shit we gonna rename? I just heard some shit where they said. The ice cream chuck song. Oh, the song. They said it's some slave shit with that too. Oh my god! You telling me I gotta I gotta boycott my local ice cream man? Well, not all of them play that song. Some songs are different. Some do Farmer Dale. That's probably racist too. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what about Pop Goes the Weasel? Is that they is said that, that has some shit behind it too? I don't. Listen, we're going to stick with the picnic name, okay? <laughs> That's just what it's going to be. I don't know what y'all want me to... What, what do you want me to call it? Outdoor food. Uh, <laughs> come on, there's a better name. Bring your own food? A day out with food. There's a... You know what? I'll think about it. I'll get back. <laughs> I'll get back. And she's, she's going to go on the picnic with her white husband. I'm like, come on, what are oh we doing? Oh, my God. A day of eating. I don't know. While we think about that, we can just call it a basket full of food that we're going to eat on the grass. There we go. Yep. A basket full of food we're going to eat on the grass. So that's what she's picking up at Skia. And William's like, you know, why are you doing that? She's like, well, I got a whole day planned out. And it deals with all the things that you mentioned. Food, sports, toys, and dogs. And so she pays for the picnic basket. Mm. And she sees through the window. She do mm. a little, little bob and weave because she sees some shit outside. Mm-hmm. She see Todd little ass sitting down with some blonde hair white bitch. They all laughing and mumbling and cackling. <laughs> oh, the fuck is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yeah. damn i ain't i don't think we ever seen todd look this happy he is i'm sure the joke wasn't hitting that hard for him to be laughing like that not from her no <laughs> not when you married to tony come on because tony be having the jokes this girl period come on so tony goes out and she's like is that my nigga well my ethan <laughs> my what <laughs> <laughs> what you call him? Her Ethan. Like her Tyler? Yeah. Cause she you know, he ain't a her nigga, Brad? So is that her Brad? Is that my Brad? <laughs> um sitting down with some with some bitch that ain't me? And giggling. Not just sitting down. They ain't sitting there like stone faced just staring at each other like it ain't no business lunch. I don't see no no laptops. Yeah, this ain't no work shit. The fuck? They look like they telling jokes about Seinfeld and fucking friends <laughs> fucking or Ray, some Ray shit. Romano shows. The fuck? And, <laughs> but they look like they talking about some white sitcoms or some shit. They are laughing like they know they know the jokes, like some inside shit. 
Yeah. Excuse me? And so, of course, Tony goes outside to surprise them. And he goes, oh, hey, Tony, what are you doing here? What do you mean what she doing here? She eat a ski all the time. Listen, this is how these niggas are. Well, her Brad, in this case. <laughs> he try to hit you with the one, too, because he know if he act like he's innocent, it's going to make him see. I, I see right through this whole game. Oh, hey, how are you doing? What's going on, babe? This is, this is my colleague. You don't <laughs> think I know the game, motherfucker? Yeah, Tony know the game. She was with Clay Spencer and Greg at the same time. She know Period. the game. So she's not falling she, for it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, hey, Tony, so this is uh this is my friend from work. This is Natalie. And um she's like, Hi Tony, I've heard so much about you. But this is a part of the of the episode or the Tony and Todd saga where I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous because at this point, Tony, do you even care if he's having lunch with his white woman? Do you even care? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even care to put him on your island, which I get, but he he's not contributing to anything. Let Natalie have him. That's what I was thinking. Just let her mm-hmm. have him. It don't even matter. It, she'll save you money. You mean like let Natalie have, have him legally too and get a divorce? Yeah. If, she, if you want to date this Natalie girl, be my guest. Take him off my hands so I can get back on track with my, my financial life and the rest of my life. So I got to babysit him. Mm. This ain't a marriage no more. Why are you even upset? Mm. I don't think Tony is totally done with Todd. I think she actually likes him. Ah. Then why she's treating him like, like she, he's not even worth putting him on the island and because she don't buy broke. him gifts. and You know shit be sticky. When you fucking with a broke nigga, well, a broke Okay, brat. well then, that's another reason to just be like, snip, snip. Fuck this. Natalie can have you. Mm. Wait till you hear about his debt, Natalie. Deuces. Because mm. Nat- Nat- Natalie over at the corner mumbling and cackling. She <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is your out, Tony. Like, this is it. Drop this nigga off with Natalie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Before the marriage lasts too long and he he gonna have entitlement to some of your coin. Yeah. But anyway, Natalie tries to shake Tony's hand. She's like, oh, I've heard so much about you, Tony. And she's like, oh, please call me Mrs. Todd Garrett. I was like, hey, you like his name that much? Shit. I'm not the only one to think it's weird when people, like when girls be calling themselves like the first and last name of their husband it's a little weird it depends on who your husband is like she don't want this name trust like like this is a name you don't want now if i was mrs aubrey graham (laughs) (laughs) or mrs quincy brown like those are titles you know (laughs) mrs barack obama you know you know but mrs todd garrett bitch (laughs) You may as well call your name Mrs. Ronald McDonald. I don't know. <laughs> this shit is stupid. <laughs> like, you don't want that name. I promise to God, Tony. You just trying to flex for Natalie. But you know good and well. Yeah, Natalie probably don't even know he broke. He probably ran the same game on her that he ran on you. Mmm. Exactly. Exactly. So Tony's like, huh. Nice little table you two picked out here. Intimate, tucked away. Hidden, some might even say. You know what? I'm just gonna get some takeout. Here, have a picnic. She tries to give her the um the picnic basket. <laughs> and Natalie's like, oh, um, I'm actually not hungry. What? Yes, you are, bitch. You, your food ain't even come yet, so why are you here at Skia? Not even that, but I'm not clocking your, your dietary habits, bitch. Just take the picnic basket and dip. Right. You trying to be smart? Mm. That passive aggressive shit them white bitches is known for. She trying to sneak uh-uh. this. Mm-mm. But she, she end up putting it back on the table and she leaves after giving Tony the stare down a little bit. And that's when Todd's like, what the hell was that? She's like, what the hell was this? This was a work lunch. What's going on, Todd? Is your little tryst with the Barbie knockoff some sort of payback for my breakthrough? <laughs> Tell me this wasn't about revenge. No, Tony, that's something you would do. And that's what Tony accuses him of having an affair with his colleague. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not the one who's confused about who I love. And she's like, well, I didn't marry Joan. And he's like, no, 
but you put her on your little island. This island shit ain't even real. Like, what the fuck? It's not even he real, Todd. He keep doing the most about this motherfucking island. Like, what is going on? Yeah, like they about to fly out tomorrow. Yeah. Which you don't got the funds to be taking no last minute flights to the I island. I mean, you just got to get yourself there. I mean, once you get on the island, you don't need no money. So, <laughs> you just got to get is, yourself out there. What's going on? He's really upset about this. But that's mm-hmm. why. And the reason, another reason why I think that you shouldn't really be telling your nigga everything is because you never know what is going to make him tick like this. She decided gonna to use that shit against you forever. Running her. Yes. Running her mouth about some shit that she wasn't. And we're going to keep watching this episode and keep reviewing it. And someone else, very important, is going to say the same thing that I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So after they had a little argument about Gilligan's Island, we move on to Joan's house. She's reading the Oh Hell Yes manuscript. <laughs> Not Gilligan's Island. <laughs> So Lynn's sitting next to her on the couch and Joan's giggling and stuff while she's reading Oh Hell Yes. But it seems like a half-hearted kind of giggle. Like, it don't seem on the up and up. Right. So then Joan finishes it and she said, and Lynn's like, okay, so what'd you think? And she goes, I hate it. And Lynn's like, bitch, what what a shit? Let's just, how about this? Let's help you frame it in a constructive way. Mm -hmm. Because that's a problem with Joan. She can't be constructive. Mm -hmm. So Joan's like, okay, check out this part. It's a chapter titled, Don't Be a Stupid Bitch, Girl. Now, that ain't even how you say it. It's, don't be a stupid bitch, girl. Exactly. So that's how you know this ain't for you. Mm-mm. So Joan's like, you know what? It's just too on the nose. And Lynn says, well, you know, women tend to ignore the things that a lot of times that men do. And um, I'm really surprised that Lynn gets it. Really? You think she's too alternative, like, white girl? yeah she's too nirvana she's not very um Mm -hmm. very evanescence don't cry to me she's more avril you know Mm -hmm. so i i didn't know she would get it but she she understands the book very well but joan says i can't absorb that kind of information when someone's calling me a stupid bitch but that's a part of the appeal is the stupid bitch part that's how you know you're not the core audience right you don't get a fit you're not supposed to get offended by that they want to hear the give it to you straight no chaser and what would Mm -hmm. your friend who's close to you say don't be a stupid bitch girl exactly (laughs) (laughs) right but in joan's case it'd be like hey so like you're ignoring all of the signs of like that's going on around you with your man and it's really not uh benefiting you in the best possible way right that would be the name of the of the chapter titled that right. if john had written it and ain't nothing wrong with that but you know some people want to oh. cut cut off all the excess i want to go straight to the point you know and people want to talk to the girls they don't want to talk to the karens get the book for the karens mm-hmm. joan sometimes we want to talk to our tribe yes facts but uh lynn also points out the differences between things maya likes and the things that joan likes okay your suits are stella mccartney hers are miss 60 yeah mm-hmm. you like coco Vaughn? she likes coco puffs <laughs> She listens to Ludacris? And I think that kind of music is ludicrous. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. I am classist and egregious. So she's like, okay, I'm not going to tell Maya what I think. And then we get a flip, and Maya's at the house. And Lynn tells Maya, yeah, Joan hates your book. Which is like, I mean, sure. I mean, Joan did that to you earlier, so that's payback. And Maya's like, wait, you think I'm a bad writer? And Joan says, no, I think you're a great writer. I just have no interest in what you wrote about, which is a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. After that, we are at Tony's apartment again. Todd's asleep in the bed. I don't know if he's asleep or he's playing asleep, but he is stretched out all over the bed. There's like no space for Tony. All over the bed that he ain't paid for. And he's so little and he's still all over the bed. Yeah, he's stretched out in the shit. Like, the fuck you taking up all that space? Yeah. So Tony walks in with some lingerie, trying to rouse him, but he don't wake up. So she's trying to see if he's faking sleep. (laughs) So she gets in bed with him and tries to, like, move closer. He keeps moving away. And she keeps moving closer. He keeps moving away until the edge. And um, if you were trying to get in bed with your husband and he's 
he's not trying to lay next to you that's it like girl go to bed what, what the fuck y'all need to go to bed and wake up in the morning and file the papers file the fucking papers do yourself a favor file the paper y'all are like kids this is like immature mm-hmm. that's when the phone rings and she's like wait who's calling you this late and all that shit she tried to get him to wake up didn't work but this damn phone call mm-hmm. this phone call got him up out the bed he's smiling he hopped out the bed like one of them old school Saturday all that too I threw my flag on but you would never know that he was even I thought he was asleep or at least trying to, you know, Act be drowsy. Like he's sleeping. Yeah. He got the fuck up. He's smiling. It's late. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and he grabs a book he was supposed to bring the work the next day and he puts it in his bag and he tells the person on the phone, Yep, got it right here. I'm gonna put it in my bag. Yeah. All right then. Bye. And he hangs up and he gives Tony this dirty look. This dirty look. And he goes to sleep on the other side of the bed. Listen, he's trying to tell you he don't want to be with you no more. Is that what he's saying? He, I think he's trying to make her jealous. Nah. I don't know if that's what he... I think he really hates her. Because <laughs> just all this shit is just... That look? Yeah. When he was about to go back into the bed and he kind of looked at her like, mm, I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, why is that bitch calling that nigga, I presume, late at night? It is late. Because they finna sleep. Why the fuck she calling him so motherfucking late? She asked that, and he says there's an article she wanted to read in the New England Journal of Medicine, and she was reminding him to put it in his bag for for tomorrow at work. You know when um, niggas got a quote-unquote female friend, and they be like, oh, that's my sister. You know that's the bitch they gonna be fucking with once y'all broke up. Once y'all break up. Oh, like, nah, we're, we're, no, of course we're not together. She's like a sister to me. That's just my coworker. That's my sister. That's, that, that's, she's basically that's a girl. Dude. That's, that's one of the dudes. Yeah. She's like one of the boys. It's nothing. Yeah. Mm. I just saw what, the way he lit up when she called, that, that's telling. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to be awake. He was trying to cover up his face. He was trying to go to sleep. And he lit up like a Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. Mm, and that shit bright. That shit bright as to New fuck. York? That shit bright as fuck. So he was like, yeah, she was just reminding me to bring the book to work. And Tony's like, well, did she also remind you to put your penis in the bag too? I'm like, Tony, chill. Mm. You know, Natalie already knows the dick is on deck. We. <laughs> she already know what's coming. She, she don't need to, she don't need to call and request that. <laughs> Natalie thinks she about to she about to nab herself a, a well paid doctor. Oh shit! I bet she do think that. Oh my god, he has great. He's a good looking guy. He's a doctor. Yeah, he's a little short, but hey, it is. <laughs> I what can it work is. with that. <laughs> I he makes me laugh. I make him laugh. He knows my jokes. He's with that black lady, but he doesn't want her. I he know does, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't want that black bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He can't relate to her. You think he wants to go and watch Spike Lee films every weekend? No. We're going to go watch Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> and Friends. He don't want to watch Martin Bitch. We don't want to watch Living Single. We want to watch Friends. And until she knows that, I'm going to call him every night. I don't know. It's just... Uh, he says, ain't nothing going on between me and Natalie. That's a lot. And Tony says, well, she wants you. And Todd goes, huh. Nice to know somebody does. Oh, Todd, come on. You know I love you. Oh, is that starting yesterday? Because the day before that, you just figured out what love is. Excuse me? Listen, Todd, you spicy. You got some real seasoning in you right now. And it ain't because of that bitch. Some of me is rubbing off. Todd, you got a black girl on on the side with Natalie? (laughs) Yeah. How you learned how to talk like that? Yeah. It's marinated. And it's quick, too. Mm. Whew. Todd got comebacks for that ass. The comeback queen. 
<laughs> and then she goes, Todd, why can't you just get off the damn island? He goes, how can I get off of it? You never put me on it. I'm like, who wrote this for you? Like, you got a ghostwriter? I'm telling you, because the bars, it's coming. Shit, you had them ready. So that's when he takes a pillow onto the other room, like he's going to sleep on the couch, I guess. And I'm like, bitch, you don't need a blanket. I guess you don't need a blanket. Mm-mm. So he leaves the room, and we're back with Dr. Miller and Tony in therapy. They're in therapy. She's telling Tony, listen, Tony, the deserted island exercise was designed for you to get to the root of your deepest feelings, not to be a singing telegram to deliver to your husband. Ding, 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 ding. Number one answer. Welcome to the feud. Family feud. Number one answer. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Oh, Um, God. She's like, damn, now you tell me. Bitch, you don't got common sense? I think when it comes to Tony, if it's about her, she can't see any other... She can't see outside the circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she tells uh, Dr. Miller, because of your negligence, my husband's on the verge of having an affair. And if I lose my husband, I'm suing you for malpractice. I wonder if that would work. I mean, you can sue anybody for anything, but I don't, I don't think I that don't would know, work. I don't know, because, bitch, I ain't tell you to go home and tell your husband. You did that on your own will. Yeah, but she's gonna be like, you didn't tell me not to either. Do You're I supposed have to, guide to tell me. you not to do something for you not to do it? I mean, you are my therapist. I also didn't tell you to look both ways before you cross the motherfucking street. <laughs> but <laughs> but you need to do that. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, Doctor Millie says, listen, if we want to make this shit work. You got to let me help you so you can get to the root of your feelings or some shit. She's trying to help her come to terms with how to how to emote and how to how to love others. And she's mm. like, also, can you next time? Can you come to you at, at your scheduled time? Because there's mm. another lady on the other end of the couch. It was her appointment time. And then we see the lady and Tony has the audacity mm. to talk about this woman's looks. Yeah, she read her for filth. Sorry to be cutting in on your time, girl, but I can save you a lot of money if you just fix that unibrow, do something about that hair, and correct that posture. Ugh. It's just screaming I don't love myself. Why should you? Now, Tony, see, this is what I'm talking about. She don't know what this lady's going through. She's in therapy, too. Yeah, she looks sad. This could be the thing that pushes this lady over the edge. For sure. Like, come on, Tony. Your wig ain't even popping like that. So you want to talk about her unibrow and her posture, bitch? fuck is you doing not only is your wig fucked up your husband short as fuck so what kind of posture you, you gonna have if you stay with him trying to bend down to his his fucking level and broke as hell and he broke so who you who you even talking about like you just and as fucked up as she is too he got the nerve White to be bitches. short broke and he fucking they say once bitches. you go black you don't go back but he went back <laughs> So what the fuck? What you got going, Tony? Talking about this lady on the other side of the couch. Oh, God. Just rude. So Tony leaves, and then Dr. Miller Miller waits for Tony to leave and says to the girl, now about your posture. (laughs) Which I'm totally fine with Dr. Miller saying it because she knows her case. Tony don't know her case. And then we get our final, final scene. It's Vasco and William at the dog park. Yeah, William is basically telling his dog to go fuck another dog. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's they had the they, scene. They had more time left in the episode, so they decided to end it the same way they opened it. It is what it is, you know. Yeah, he um he wants so Vasco breaks his neck to see this bitch run running by. William's trying to be a wingman and. Vasco runs and you just see William yelling off camera, hey, Vasco, no, you're supposed to be on top. Uh, whatever. Whatever you're into. Mm. And that's the end. Mm. Vasco, Vasco, Vasco. Next is what, Etsy? <laughs> Our oh hell yes moment. All right. So what moment made you go, oh hell yes? I have a double oh hell yes but it's the same thing 
it's William and the therapist echoing my words, bar for bar, frame by frame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They said bar the same for thing. Bar. They did. They Stop did. Stop telling your nigga everything. Tony should already knew that. She's always been discreet. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's very true. Come on, Tony. You're better, right? You're better than that, aren't you? Anyway, my oh hell yes moment might be a little controversial, but it was when Todd was at Skia getting all giggly around that white woman. Because mm. for me, that's Tony's out. This is the door being held open so you can make your exit Mm -hmm. you've never seen your husband light up like that Mm. this is this is a time to write to get the papers together give joan something to do she don't got a job right now figure see if she can figure out some papers shit i forgot she is like a retired lawyer yeah i mean joan doesn't really do uh family law she does yeah corporate law but i mean i'm sure she could you know, she could draft something, something basic. She could give her some guidance. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's the thing that made me go, yes, Tony, look at this man. He didn't even tell you. He didn't tell you. He didn't think you were going to be there. He's having a good old time. And the, the water table had to be out in the corner. Yeah, they, they didn't want to be seen. Do you see what I'm saying? What's they that? didn't want to be seen. Very um, intimate. See, you went to go get a picnic basket, right? The ancestors said, we're going to show you a picnic basket. <laughs> you trying to you trying to do a picnic with this white boy. All the right, ancestors well, gave it to you. All right, bet. The ancestors said, all right, bet. Listen, take a look outside. Look, 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 through, the, look through the window right there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's my oh, hell yes moment. So next, we got a few tweets that made me laugh about uh, mainly about this episode. And North Carolina Tech 127 says, Todd is being annoying about Tony wanting Joan on her island. Um, they've known each other since they were eight. I hate that people think romantic love is supposed to supersede all other forms of love. Mm. That is true. I saw some conversations like that um, on social media recently. And uh, the girls, they, they, they have me worried. The girls. I mean, it's never going to change. <laughs> Women worried. just be like, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Like, I don't even need to see the girls. If if it's not about him, it ain't nothing. And sometimes there's other ways to to show love and distribute out the love evenly. Did you see that tweet of that guy? He was like, yo, you girls really be um, dumping your friends when we known each other for like two months or some shit oh, like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, we don't even be asking like, bitches to do that shit. Yeah, you be having like a friends group for like 10 years and you be dating a dude for like two months and then you you just be like, yeah, fuck those fucking friends I've known 10 years. I'm going to drop everything for this dude that ain't even introduced me to his family yet. Them hoes be disappearing. Then when the nigga fuck up, which they almost always do, they want to run back to the friends. Yeah, that's why you gotta you gotta stick with the day ones. Yeah, I feel like you, there's gotta be a way that the girls have to be better at juggling both. It can't yeah, there's be that an hard. even balance. You just gotta know who's gonna be there. I don't want to sound cliche, but through thick and thin. <laughs> yeah, like pardon the pun, but Joan is is Tony's day one, so it would make more sense to put the person you've known longer on the island. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she ain't get herself in $200,000 worth of debt. So I think that there's a sense of common sense where she could, would probably be more helpful in problem solving on that island than old boy. Yeah. If he could run up a debt like that, what is he going to do if y'all only have a certain amount of coconuts? Period. <laughs> or a certain amount of fish or... <laughs> A certain amount of clean water he's not even gonna know gonna know how to manage that shit exactly so i'm just saying there's just you can put your love a lot of different places so next up 864 gordo says i watched tony last night on girlfriends say she got a massage from a man who touched her vagina 
and she had an orgasm and wasn't going to tell her husband. Mm-hmm. Then got upset that her husband was having lunch with a coworker. Bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What? I just, what I don't like about that is Tony's loyalty to Todd. Who cares yeah. if Todd finds out that you had a massage? Like, why were you tripping? Mm-hmm. And also, you were smart enough to know not to tell him that, but you're not smart enough to know not to tell him about the island? Ooh, damn! Was that a writing mistake? I think the writers might have messed up on that. Or a character flaw. Where is your... It could be. I think, yeah, because it had to do with her deciding on whether it was cheating or not so she feels like okay that goes with relationship and like everybody knows that's like the number one rule of relationships is don't cheat so that's probably why she was like okay i'm not gonna tell him this but this hypothetical island she was probably just like oh it's not even a real island like Mm. i don't gotta Mm -hmm. tell him this shit it ain't even real Mm -hmm. and you know i love him i come home to him all the time so she didn't feel no no stakes in in telling him that true And lastly, 94 Tifa says, Tony and Joan's relationship is very unhealthy. How you pick Joan over your husband to be stranded on an island with? Again, do these females, yeah, I said it, want to be married or the social status it comes with? Mm. I think, why is she calling the social status? Why is she calling women females? She okay? It's a female presenting person in the picture so uh yeah like i didn't get the yeah i said it was that supposed yeah to be i don't like? know either i don't know what she meant but um yeah um i think there are some women who get married and was like okay now i got the ring so i can show it off i got the the trophy husband Todd ain't even a trophy chill well todd's not a trophy he ain't got nothing some because you can at least be like well well the dick good Mm-mm. that's why i keep him around Mm-mm. but you know some people could say yo the dick good so that's why i keep him around but i really like hanging out with my friends actually <laughs> you know so it it does sometimes people just wanna everyone gets married for different reasons you know oh for sure but you still want to you still love your friends more because <laughs> it's like that thing where you like okay i got the husband but like you're just a person that i get money sex companionship on a rainy day because <laughs> we can't leave the house so we you know it's snowing it's raining we gonna be in, f- in each other's face so like yeah i guess we're hanging out today um but any other day like you have other people in your life platonically that you want to be with you want to hang out with that you connect with more yeah y'all can juggle both i believe in men you have girls. that too yeah i believe in the girls yeah and that's it hit us up on twitter at hell yes girl um reach out to us say uh tell us what you think of the show we always retweet uh the best in girlfriends tweets and content we're actually coming up on our two-year anniversary of our um podcast so that's that's interesting in a couple weeks that's gonna be dope the 30th of september um so i'm looking forward to that and uh the girlfriends premiere date 22 years september 11 2000 was when the show premiered wow wow what a oh run God. yeah head on over to apple Podcasts, rate review and subscribe give us five stars so that other girlfriends can find us and make us their most listened to podcast and next yeah. week the episode is called love thy neighbor where do you think the end of the season is gonna go Etsy. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Something's gotta happen with Joan, with um Tony and Todd. There's too much fire. He already opening the door to start fucking bitches, and then the bitch is okay with fucking a nigga who married, so she don't give a fuck. Cause when she saw you, she was like, "Oh, hey, girl." Well, she didn't I, even look scared. Do you ever think there's a situation where? You're having lunch with a coworker, and if his girl walks up, you can just be like, hi. Like on some, just, oh, okay. Hi, how's it going? I've never, what's your name? And okay. it's not any kind of situation where you're like, oh, I've been caught. Just on some, like, oh, we're coworkers and we all understand this. And if that is an isolated incident, yes. 
But what is missing here is the nuance and the context of what's going on in their relationship previously. Right? Mm, okay. It's not a coincidence that all of a sudden you having lunch with bitches when I ain't put you on my island. <laughs> That is very true. Even though we know you could be on what you perceive as a perfect relationship and he'll still be out here. Yeah, with he'll still be out here fucking bitches. But like, you ain't even got to have a fight the, the previous night. Y'all just woke up and y'all had a wonderful night the previous night. Right. Because niggas. Well, this yeah, because niggas. Brad. So. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because I was like, they could just be not thinking nothing's wrong because at first they didn't really catch Tony's vibe at all. They were just like, hey, Tony, what's up? What's going on? And Tony was Listen, like... That could be the game, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you really think they're that good at actors? That could be the game. And the whites know how to act. That could be the motherfucking game. The Karens really know how to, they know how to how play to dumb. Lie. They really do. So, you don't know. A lot of these bitches, they be fucking with married niggas and then they know the nigga married. Which he knows they're married too, so whatever. But, yeah, that's why when she seen you, she's like, oh, okay, girl, I heard a lot about you and I'm still fucking your nigga. What happened? <laughs> that's... <laughs> and I'm still fucking your nigga. Right, yeah. So, so that don't mean nothing yeah. for me. That means they're world-class liars damn well hope everything gets better with todd and tony i already know how this is gonna end but (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna reach uh i think we have only a few episodes left maybe like four episodes to the end of the the season and it's gonna get juicy we're gonna go full tilt boogie as i like to say that means it's about to go quick it's about to go fast we're about to get drama lives are gonna change so get ready so we're gonna continue on with love thy neighbor next week and as always i'm nettie smith and i'm etsy raw and we will see you next week